I think we start off this episode of the Upside Podcast with a little friendly competition. Are you in? Okay. Have you heard of the number neighbor game? The number neighbor game is something that I keep hearing and I act like I know what it is, but I actually really don't. You send, <laughs> you send a text message to the person whose phone number is one digit off from yours. So I think we both go up. So we just add one number to whatever our phone number is. So like my phone number ends with eight zero. So I'll send it to eight one. Your Mine ends at eight zero two. Whoa. Whoa. We're kind of number twins. So you send it to your phone number, but you send it to eight one. Okay. And we both hit send at the same time and we turn our ring around and we set our phone down. And all you do is say, hi, number neighbor. That's all you have to say? Yeah. Hi, we're number neighbors. How are you? And just send it. And then we see what the response is that we get back. Does it make you nervous at all? No. Why? I don't know. It feels very like invasive. I don't know. This is uh, did yours come up blue or green? Green. Me too. Does that mean it's actually someone's number? No. Blue means it's an iPhone. Green means it's anything but an iPhone. Or it doesn't exist. Right. So I'm writing high number, high exclamation point. We are number neighbors. Exclamation point. So nice to meet you. Period. And then I'm going to turn the ringer on. Okay, resending. I'm just saying high number neighbor with that smiley face I always do. Okay, well, that's a bad move because it doesn't really prompt a response. But whatevs. It's a competition. So if you're comfortable with that, do it. All right. I really don't want them to write me back. Why? I don't know because it's stranger danger. All right, here we go. Mine's out. Mine's out, but I didn't. It didn't make that noise. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, now uh, let's start the show. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. The road trip is confirmed. We will be taking the second road trip of our relationship in a week. Do we know where we're going? Hilton headed to South Carolina. Oh, so you went against my, one of our really good friends texted Jeff and was like, do not take Callie to Hilton Head. You guys do not go there. I have better recommendations for you. So you didn't follow her advice, I guess. Well, I followed the signs because I found a place in Hilton Head, looked really nice. We, you know, obviously it's a road trip. We'll drive there. Everything's great. And I looked at her recommendations Mm -hmm. and then I clicked through the page to see um, how expensive they were because it they looked pricey just based on the website. But I wanted to make a reservation. Yeah. You know, because you can throw in AAA and all that other stuff, maybe get a good deal. And their reservation system was down. Ooh. So I went to her second recommendation along the same beach. It was mm-hmm. a 38. These were 38 recommendations. Mm-hmm. I went to her second re- recommendation along the same beach, you know, the same, you know, in the same text message near the same first place. It's owned by the same company, that reservation website. Whoa. Okay. So we're not going to 30A then. Right. We'll do that eventually though, because I'm not opposed to a road trip these days. You love a good road trip. So I feel like we have to make like a list of where we want to go. We also want to go, where do we want to go? Charleston for sure. We want to go to Charleston to visit our friend Brooke. What's up, Brooke? Brooke. Um, where else do we want to go? We have a gift card to go stay a night in Asheville. 
And I haven't been to Nashville with an N in forever. And I always love Nashville. Yeah, I haven't been to Nashville in a while either. I would love to go to Nashville. And would you like to tell your story about the side trip we're going to take from Nashville that you tell me about every time we bring up Nashville? The side trip. Oh, yeah. So my family owns one of the first Dairy Queens ever. And it's one of the only ones in the country that still has the original recipe. So, you know, when you drive by a Dairy Queen, don't act like you don't go there. And it says Brazier under it, B-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You know what I'm talking that's about? The, that's the Dairy Queen that sells the sandwiches and stuff. Right. That's the corporately owned one. So they don't have the original recipe. But my family owns the Dairy Queen in Murray, Kentucky. And it is the hot spot in Murray. And I want to take Jeff so bad. One, because he's never met and my it's family a, there. And it's a day trip out of Nashville, right? Or half day trip? Oh, yeah. It's a day trip. It's like. It's like two hours and, and Effie lives there. I didn't realize that Aunt Effie is Callie's 90 something year old aunt who still travels the world and drives. No problem. Yeah. She's and amazing. She was the star of our wedding. She really was. Um, I never, re- I don't think I ever realized this is terrible until a couple years ago that Kentucky and Tennessee touched. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't know what was, what in my head was in between there, but I, when you were like, yeah, we'll just drive over to Murray, Kentucky from Nashville. I was like, How's that happen? And then I, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess there is nothing in between there. I don't know what I would have thought was in there. Well, anyways, for the road trip, for the Hilton Head road trip, um, I am going to do for you what you did for me on the road trip. We went on to Amelia Island. When we went to Amelia Island, one of my Instagram friends messaged me because Jeff hadn't been on a road trip in so long and I wanted to make it really exciting for him. So I was talking on Instagram about what road trip things we have to do or I have to do for Jeff. And someone said, every time they go on a road trip, they pack um, a bag, like a little gift bag of age appropriate, like kind of fun toys for their kids. And every hour they get a new tiny little toy or pencil or, you know, game or whatever. Something to keep the restless toddlers from being noisy. Right. They said, do that for your adult husband also. They did say that. And did you love it? It was pretty cool. You did a solid job on the snacks. I did. You you found a raisin-free trail mix, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to do the same thing for you. I am going to uh, give you a couple gifts during the road trip, like every hour. But they will be from my childhood, things that I did in the car when I was alone. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm going to be like only child road tripping. And this is a true story. Uh, I'll try to find one of these and, and, and get it for you. But did you ever have the little boards that have the things on them and you slide the little red doors when you find them? I didn't have one, but I know what you're talking about because right. my friends had them. Okay, cool. Well, I used to have two of them in the backseat of the car and I would play against myself. So, so I'm going to be playing against myself. Yeah. So it's like left side versus right side. So I'm going to start working on those. And uh, our departure is next Wednesday. So I will um, have them all selected and you can report back Thursday morning how your trip was. This is going to be interesting because if it's only child themed, I'm pretty needy and not very good at being solo. Luckily, I am not needy because Callie, 15 minutes into any road trip, falls asleep for two and a half hours. That's true. She brings a pillow and a blanket with her when uh, when we travel. So I'm not, re- I'm not really too worried about um, me being lonely. Yeah, because you'll, <laughs> you'll be asleep. 
So we have a family that is having four birthdays in the same week. Four birthdays. Tanya. Well, here's who we're giving happy birthday to. Happy birthday to Tanya, Tanya's granddaughter, Rebecca and Abigail. That is where I love being an only child because I don't have to share my birthday with anyone. Oh, yeah. And you and your sister, your birthdays are far apart. They're two months. Yeah, so you're fine. But if you have four people in the family, those four people haven't had one party that's not a combined party. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone, they're like, oh, let's all come over on Saturday and we'll celebrate Tanya, Tanya's granddaughter, Rebecca, and Abigail's birthday. At least they don't all share a birthday week the same week as like Christmas. Oh, yeah. Or Halloween. Mm, Yeah. Because they're like, oh, let's just let trick-or-treating be your party. Oh, I didn't get you anything because you just got gifts on Christmas. Yeah. So only child perk. Uh, Callie, you didn't realize this, but you dropped a huge bomb on me in the middle of the podcasting conference, and I feel like you should have warned me. I don't know what I said. Uh, It's not what you said. It's what you did. Oh, what did I do? At 8.06 in the morning on Thursday, August 15th, 2019, you did something because I got an email. I got an email as I was walking down to breakfast that says, Callie Dollar has chosen you as her Facebook legacy (gasps) contact in event of her death. I did. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I don't remember. Oh, I was looking for settings on my Facebook profile for some reason. And I can't remember why, but I was looking through my settings and it said, There's a question under your settings that says, what do you want to happen to your Facebook account if you die? And I was like, well. (laughs) Well. I don't know. I'll take things I haven't thought about for 400, Alex. Yeah, I I would not have even thought about that. But then I was like, well, that would leave like one less thing for Jeff to have to worry about. So, because you don't know my password or anything. So I, it said, who do you want to take over your account when you die? I said, Jeff Dollar. Callie does everything in her life, low maintenance. But when I need one of her passwords, she is the most online secure person on the planet. There's weird exclamation points in there, random number. And I'm like, what? How is your Pizza Hut password so complicated when you can't even remember where your car keys are from day to day? I I really can't. And the reason is I have to have secure passwords for work, like for years. Anytime you work at a company, you have to have a super uber complicated password. And forever, my password was password for everything. Why would Literally you? everything. And I that's never like, got hacked. That's the number Knock one. On wood, I never got hacked ever. My Facebook password was password for until probably right when I met you. I mean, I I can't believe companies even allow that because year after year, that's the number one, that one. Well, they don't anymore. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. So they don't anymore, but there was a period of time where I had to change all my stuff and all of my work passwords in history have always been really secure because the IT people make you type in Uh like 8 million things. And, uh, so I just use passwords you know, previous passwords from old jobs that I actually remember. I'm like, oh, I used that password for six months. I, I can remember that. I the um when I was at Star, the passwords there had to be changed like every four. It was a corporate thing, mm-hmm. um, so they had to be changed. So every like 45 days or 60 days, you would get a 
uh, an email notice, saying, and it says yeah. you have 10 days to change your password. And it was a disaster if you didn't. Like you had to call engineering and they had to call IT and they had to fingerprint you and retina scan and DNA. And it was just a, so you did it. Like mm-hmm. I missed once and I never missed again. But what I used to do is I used to just, I, it was the same beginning and then I would just add a different number to it. Or a different character or. No, it was a number because. Um, well, I, would, I was trying to get people to not guess your passwords, but. This is Ed Starr. You can have that one. It's, <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, there anymore. But um, it was like whatever it was. And then it was like one. Then I would change it to one, two. Then one, two, three. Oh, one, two, see, three, four, I can't remember one, two, three, that. Four, five. But I do either exclamation points or at symbols. And I just remember the number of that I have after. That's so weird. Well, Isn't anyways. it weird what we remember? And the thing that's even, well, the thing. <laughs> so if you want to hack Callie, be enthusiastic. Password! Exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point. <laughs> no, I lied about all the stuff in here. That's not actually what I do. I was using examples. Oh, got it. Uh, or is she double tricking you? Or does she really do exclamation points, but telling you she's not. So you try other things. So this email that I got uh, says, Callie has chosen you as her legacy contact. That means you'll care for her profile after she passes away and her account is memorialized. What did you think when you got that? I didn't know. It was so odd. Because I feel like you should give somebody a heads up before you just hit send on that. Well, you're my husband, so it's kind of a given. I just. What do you need a Facebook page for when you're dead? So people can write nice things about me when I die. Mm. You know what is sad, but, but very sweet. I, there's a guy I went to high school with sweetest guy ever. We were in touch throughout college and he passed away Uh and he has a legacy page now. Um, and people every year on his birthday or just a random Tuesday, Hey man, I saw this and I thought of you today. I miss you. And it's just really cool. It's cool. Well, the only thing that you can really do, uh, with, with this legacy account is add pinned posts to it. So like, your services or anything like if there's in lieu of flowers, make a donation or whatever. I don't want that. What I want to be able to do is send messages as you after you've died. That would be really fun. Wouldn't it be great though? No, that would be so mean. Imagine just like hanging out and all of a sudden you're like, I got a message. Then you look and it's the Callie dollar who died seven years ago. Just saying, and you say hi from the grave or like on Halloween, see you tonight. Oh my God, you're terrible. Great. If you do that, I'm going to come back from the grave and haunt you. Send it to people whose like grandparents passed away and be like, Mima says, hey. Jeff. What? That How? is mean. No, it's not. It could bring peace. That is not peace. That's trolling. That's not. We don't troll. We don't troll trolling on from, behalf of the dead. Trolling from the grave. Yeah, we don't troll from the grave. Uh, we got a message that I thought was a really great Wow. <laughs> great question. It's a really, really great question. <laughs> we got a great question on Instagram about gratitude and something we do every day. You know, this is we practice daily gratitude. We have our own gratitude journal. We create them once a year and we sell them every fall. But Jeff and I, and, and for everybody asking October, October, they're coming back in October. So We write down, Jeff and I use the same one just because I don't know why we just 
do. We never talked about it. It just was there and we both write on it. We share it. And somebody wrote us and said, I feel like the gratitude journal is more fun for two people to be able to read what the other has to say and to share that together. I've tried doing those five minute journals and stuff each day. And after a while, I just don't know what reason I'm doing it for. So I struggle with the idea of doing gratitude solo, but I love the idea of doing it. Help. And I have two things, two comments. I I have comments too. They might be the same. You go first. My first comment is, even if Jeff wasn't around or when Jeff wasn't around, when he was out of town, I did gratitude every day while he was gone. Or when I die and become a Facebook legacy. Yeah, or that. So... (laughs) He, uh, so even when he's not around or there'll be spurts where I just will forget or he'll forget a chunk of time, I still do it. And I would still do it if, if you weren't around for some reason. So I think the point of it isn't to do it for someone else and make each other feel good. The point of it is to get in your own brain and to force yourself to stop. And for 10 seconds every day, force yourself to be grateful to come up with something that you're grateful for. So the point isn't for each other. It's a nice little thing and fun thing when you're in a relationship, but the act of writing it down and doing it habitually for every day is what changes your mindset. And I think that's, that's what's important because Kelly and I, we've said this before, neither one of us is by nature a totally positive person. Like we all know those people who everything is rainbows and unicorns and everything's great and it just comes naturally to them. Mm -hmm. I don't think either Callie and well, I know neither Callie nor I am naturally positive, but we both experienced a change once we started writing down every day something we're grateful for because and science has proven this, it like rewires, reprograms, changes the chemistry in your head. It's crazy. And they have research now to back it up. And I know that there are a lot of people seeing that research. I know Forbes did a huge article on it. And it's a a discussion in our Facebook group right now. I don't know if you saw that, Jeff, but people are posting articles about scientific research behind gratitude. So, and I was going to say, turn this into a shameless plug for our Facebook group, which by the way, I, the day we were launching it, I said to, to Callie and we have a a woman named T-Bird who is running it, who is incredible. And, and T-Bird was coming over and we were going to talk about how we're launching it. And I said to Callie that morning, Hey, um, I don't really get it. What are people going to do in the Facebook group? And she was trying to explain it to me. And then I said, so what are we shooting for? Like 50 people? And she goes, well, I think it'll be more than that. A few hundred would be fine. And as of right now, when we're recording this, we're on the cusp of 5,000. No, we're at 5,300 right now. We're at 5,300 people. And I didn't, the thing. 5,300 people all talking about good energy on Facebook is the coolest thing on the planet to me right now. Here's the reason it's cool is because I got on Facebook today and I was scrolling through and I don't even really look at people's names. I more go for pictures or whatever. And everything good that popped up in my feed today was from the upside group. And it was super cool. Um, And it's just What's cool about the, that number is kind of irrelevant to me and Jeff. Like we don't care. We want that space to be for you. So I don't. I do 5,300. Jeff likes data. I know that's an awesome number. That's a ton of people. But 
we don't care. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Like we were saying, yes, we need subscribers. We need to subscribe. We don't need anything for the Facebook group. That's there for you. If you want to feel good about life and get that good energy on the internet and share it with other people and be there for people. And the cool thing to me that kind of sparked in my brain was that's 5,300 people in two days that were like, yeah, I'm going to be happy online. And I was like, I, like, I didn't even know 5,000 people wanted to be happy online. And I was thinking that when I was saying it could be a shameless plug for the, um, for the Facebook group, I was thinking that, um, the person who is sad about not having anyone to share gratitude with can post their daily gratitude in that group. The only problem with that is sometimes it's fun to flip back and look at what you were grateful for six months ago or a year ago. So, so the writing it down does have its benefits. Here's what I propose. I propose that if you're doing it solo, you write it down because that's the mental part of it and the cool part to go look back on. But on the Facebook group, something that T-Bird started, um, you know, two days ago, cause we've only had it for two days, but s- making a post every day where everyone can say what they're grateful for. So she starts it. And then there are people that say, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And it's really cool. Like it can't not make you happy to like today we have 359 comments under what people are grateful for. So take a second and do that. But the, to, to reiterate what Callie said, you're not doing it to share with someone else. You're doing it to rewire your brain. And I would almost challenge you if you think everything is great in your life, that's the time to really practice gratitude because it's easy to go, oh, everything's great. I don't need to do this. But that's when you notice the really tiny things that you're grateful for. And that's really awesome. When Don't you, you think when you find the tiny stuff yes. and you're like, cause it changes your whole mindset from, Oh, I'm grateful. I got a new whatever to, wow. I'm really grateful. We have clean water yes. all the or, time. Or you know what mine was uh, the other day, because I looked out in the backyard and the dogs were like as far back in the yard as they could go kind of in all those leaves. And I'm like, I'm grateful that flea and tick medicine is a thing. Right. And I, uh, would you have ever thought about that before? Consciously? A hundred percent. No. So uh, to answer the question about the solo gratitude is try to stick with it and see if it rewires your brain the way science proves it does, but the way it did for Callie and I. And I gotta, I have to read some of those uh, articles on how long it takes. I would say I would be shocked if someone did it for 60 to 90 days and saw no difference. Yeah, it's not I think possible. it's way faster than that, but I will say Callie guarantee on 60 days. All right. And uh, one thing that I'm grateful for, and I know you are too, Callie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are our you going to do that every time? Our new jingle. I'm going to do it every, I feel, I feel like Friday should be the day that we do the updates, the number updates. So we'll, we play the jingle and then we give the number update, right? And then what we're Jeff's trying. Jeff's got his hand on the button. He wants to play it again, don't double you? Double the upside, <laughs> double the Yeah. <laughs> so what what the the double the upside thing is is we had some really great meetings about the um about the the podcast and, and this whole thing that Callie and I are trying to create. But I 
was feeling a little cocky. And when I was challenged with, oh, are these just Callie's followers on Instagram plus your old radio listeners? I was like, no way, man. It's spreading. It's going crazy. And he's like, you really? And I'm like, yeah, we'll double our listeners by the end of the year. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. So now we have to do that. Do we, I don't think we gave starting point numbers. Are you going to give that? No, that's what I think we do today. Okay. Um, we'll give a starting point number and then every Friday we'll update. So you can either be overjoyed with us or miserable with us. Wait, why, why would there be if, miserable? If it goes down. Oh yeah. But the, I feel like if it goes down, that means that people aren't listening to us anyways. So it'll be less people being miserable. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so the starting point number is right there, Callie. Do you want to give it? The starting point is this number. Yeah, and then that's the target number. That's what we have to reach. That's per day. That's those are listens. Those are the number of people. Oh, by the yeah, I should explain the measuring stick. Yeah, I don't understand. Those are the number of people who listen to an episode in the first twenty four hours of us posting it. Okay. So that number is the number we're going to try to double. There's a, there's a lot of layers, the numbers and all that stuff, but that seems like a nice, simple one. Okay, so the starting- No, 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 no. Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. You're not going to play the, the whole time I'm docking. Are the, you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, the, st- the starting- <laughs> I can't even say it. The starting- Okay, you're going to have to turn that off. Why? Because I- hmm. It's a, it's a bit much. It's not much. It's He's like, dancing right now. It's like. He's so happy. It self-contains all of the excitement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, so the starting. Oh, no. oh good. Okay, uh, now wait, I feel no, no, free. No, no. Hold on. The starting. Wait, no, 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 no. You got it. Double the upside. Double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. The starting number is 7,978. And double that is how much? 15,956. We have to get to 15,956 by the end of the year in order to... Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. Kelly actually took her headphones off. I cannot stand this song, although I do find it catchy because when people were posting about it the other day, I had it stuck in my head all day. But yeah, I would be totally content in my life never hearing that song again. It's so good. I'm glad it brings you joy. All Check right. Dollar. So basically, yeah. So we have two. We have how many months? Uh, oh. My number neighbor is back. Is he your number neighbor? No. It's not. Oh. <laughs> it's just someone that I don't have saved in my phone. Wow. Well, there's an <laughs> underwhelming way to end today's episode of The Upside Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. It is possible that our number neighbors are busy right now. So come next episode, we might have an update and we might have a new best friend. Does yours say red? No, mine is green, so I don't have any data about it. Yeah, me too. Mine's green and they haven't written back. And so, I put a really nice smiley face on there. Mm. Uh, all right. Number. What's that? Same person. Ugh.